0: Welcome to another edition of Run Talk SA, hosted by Mr. Active David Katz, where we chat everything to do with running from a South African perspective. Don't forget, you can be in touch too. Just search for Run Talk SA on social media. Welcome to this week's edition of Run Talk SA. I'm David Katz, Mr. Active, and a lot of people are on holiday already down at the coast. If you don't live at the coast already. And a lot of things, especially if you're up from Gauteng or the Free State or anywhere inland, you head to the beach and you want to run on the beach. There's nothing better than running on the beach. But it comes with uh, issues often for runners who aren't used to it. So I thought we'd uh, pull someone in who's quite an expert when it comes to knowing the surf and sand. And he was a lifesaver for many years. He also has a, a wife who's a fairly decent runner. And she's got a really good shot at getting to Rio next to her for the Olympics. So it's a great pleasure now to welcome Brett Channanor onto the channel. Ah, thanks, Dave. Brett, uh, f- uh, first up, uh, your background in terms—I know you—you you really fit still, but but you were a lifesaver for many years. Just tell us a little bit more about your your saving days.
1: Um, yeah, when I left school, I actually started studying, and after a month, decided I was not quite ready to study. So, um, I moved over to Australia in 1993 and um, lived there for on and off for about six years, and I competed every summer in Australia, um, racing some of their professional circuits in actual surf lifesaving and uh, then obviously traveled the world, went to world champs for a period from 1994 to my last world champs in 2004. Um, yeah, so yeah, I spent a lot of time on the road and a lot of time racing at the, at the elite level.
0: I did a couple of years of lifesaving. I can't say I did that amount, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, in terms of general running, how much running have you done during the course of your life?
1: Um, to be honest, my running... Really only started when I decided to sort of more of retire from, from life saving. Um, obviously my wife Jen and I met in the, doing life saving. She did the long run for, for us at, at one of the world championships. Um, and that's where we met. And, um, when I retired, we, we took up running socially as a, as a thing just to, for me to keep fit and for me to do, keep going. And obviously Jen's passion of running. So, I, <laughs> I think until we had probably been on our first date, the furthest I'd run probably was about six kilometers. <laughs> but a lot of that's changed since since then. So, yeah, it's been very good since, since I, I, started, I took my running career up.
0: Well, looking at the beach specifically now, of course, very varied. If you're closer to the ocean, a little bit harder, a little bit more compact. If you further away from the shore, then it starts getting softer. Where's the ideal sort of position to be running on the beach
1: uh, good question. I mean, uh, I obviously spent a lot of time running on the beach, so I learned a lot of the tricks of the trade. You could say, running on the beach, but I think it, it varies from where you are. You know, and on the South African coastline, we get a lot of different uh, sort of sand density. You know, you get some of the beaches uh, a very, very, very soft, you know, fine sand, and then you get some of the beaches where it's rock, the sand's quite hard, and then you get some of the sand where the beach is very coarse. So, um, obviously, depending on where you are, is important, but. One of the golden rules that I stick to is uh, um, obviously looking at a low tide. The low tide is your your best bet because when when it's a low tide, you can always find a nice hard patch to run on. And that's a lot more friendly on the legs than running in the very soft sand.
0: And uh, looking at shoes or barefoot, I mean, it's sand, it's on the beach. You almost want that tactile feeling of, of digging your soles of your foot and your toes into the sand. But if you're going to be running a longer distance, probably shoes are still better.
1: Yeah, definitely. I can tell you one thing for sure. If you run in the sand a lot, especially if you're on holiday, you're going to get blisters on your toes. Your feet are going to take a lot of strain from the sand. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a bit much like running on sandpaper for, for a very long time. So um, try and run in shoes. Obviously, try and keep your shoes nice and dry. Don't, don't run in the water with your shoes because then they get rather heavy and it, and it makes it even more difficult. But um, definitely try and stick to some shoes and, and try and find the harder sand to run on
0: and uh, for people who do sort of i mean maybe they don't go far but they want to run a little bit barefoot i know often a lot of people who are just used to the road they're not used to that so all of a sudden the arch comes more into play if they pronate or anti-pronate and you can actually land up getting quite stiff so that is something you do need to be aware of uh, yeah
1: the arches of your feet they, they take a lo- uh, they do get very stiff from running i know if you haven't run in the sand a lot you, you get your, in, your sort of instep and your arches, and that do get quite tired because of your, you know your, your feet are moving and the sand's moving all the time. So that's definitely one thing to watch out on. And then obviously, you know, as in how running it works, you can get stiff, stiff arches and things like that, and you can actually lead to to sort of more injuries just purely because of you compensating for the stiffness in the different areas of your feet.
0: Now, Brett, I mean, a lot of people, it's, it's beautiful out there. You're running, you're looking at the ocean. That's the the advantages of uh, running on the beach. But the ocean is still a dangerous place. It can be. You're running at low tide. You need to be aware of what's going on around you still.
1: Yeah. Yes. I mean, once again, it boils down to the areas where you are. Some of the places have a very, very big shore break uh, where the waves are you know, breaking very deep right on the edge of the sand. So in those sort of areas, you've got to be careful. Um, yeah, and, and obviously... Low tide, to be honest, is generally probably the safest time to run as well because of the waves that will be breaking further out to sea. So you have a much safer area on the edge of the sand than the, than the high tide, where high tide, most of your incidents with people getting caught in the surf or washed out to sea will occur at high tide because of the waves are breaking close to the shore and washing out quite quickly. So that's just another reason to try and try and find sort of the low tide, low tide to go for a run.
0: And in terms of wind, you don't really want to be out there when there's wind, I presume, with the sand kicking up around you.
1: Yeah, look, running in the sand is hard enough as it is, so you don't really want to be running in a a strong wind. If you do, make sure the wind's at your back, and it makes you feel like you're floating along with the sea air in your face, and it's actually quite a pleasant run. But to run into the wind uh, it can be very, very difficult, yeah.
0: And Brett, in terms of beach running, just lastly, what would you say are are the best sort of benefits of it?
1: I think if you're like me and you're you're a beach bum and you you love the, the the salt and the sea, i think just getting out there and going for a run on the beach and experiencing what 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 it's about is actually just one of the draw cards to go for a for a run on the beach it is tough don't be don't be fooled it's not easy uh it's it you know go for a six k run on the beach it probably feels like you've gone for a ten twelve k run on the on the road, but it is the you know the sea air and they have the you have the pleasure of if you're nice and hot you just whip your shoes off and go for a dip in the ocean and you can maybe carry on afterwards if you want to so you can have a swim if you want and uh, it's, it's one of those really social runs that you can do with some friends.
0: Brett, I just want to touch on uh, Jenna as well. And we are going into sort of an Olympic year in 2016. And we've got a really good crop of female marathon runners. But I know it's on the agenda and, and Jen's going to push really hard for it. But just sort of from your side, you know, what's it like? I know you have three little girls as well. So, you know, to be behind the scenes almost to be able to support someone who's running at that level that Jen is.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 very difficult in a lot of ways. I mean, a lot—not a lot of people understand how much commitment and and how much it is for for an, an, an you know an athlete of, of Jen's level. And um, uh, I think we're both blessed in the fact that I've I've competed in a level and I sort of understand how much you have to put into it. And if you're going to do something, you've got to give it hundred and ten percent. And Jen's one of those people when she does things, she gives it hundred and twenty percent. You know, she she tries as hard as she can. Um, and and actually, funny enough, I really, really, really enjoy just being dad and being on the side of the road and and supporting her and, and making sure that the kids are having fun and everyone's and, and, and most importantly, you know, Jen feels like it's it's she's never missing out or that you know she's in, affecting the family in any way because she, she doesn't. Um, she just gives it her whole heart, and we love her doing what she does. And the support that we can give her is is is, is you know for me very very important. Um, and yeah, I, I actually, some people wonder, maybe think, you know, we, that's the way we are. But uh, that's how we—that's how we socialise. Our life is is sport. We love doing sport with our kids. Jen loves her running, and yeah, every day is every day is a challenge. But we, you know, it, it's what makes us tick. So yeah, we enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of Jen's uh, social media, and your little girls are always active. And it's so important to pass that on to your children. But Brett, thank you so much for your time. We'll be following Jenna's progress in the build up to Rio twenty sixteen and uh hope you and the family have a fantastic Christmas and New Year.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure and thanks for having me on online.
0: Thanks. Uh it's Brett Challenor, uh former lifesaver, knows plenty about speech running and as we've touched on, uh his wife, Jenna Challenor, a serious marathon runner, uh runs a lot faster than most of us will ever be able to run, but uh, that's it from us on Run Talk SA today. I hope you're having a great holiday, and there's still plenty of enjoyment to have from me, David Katz, Mr. Active. That's goodbye.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's Run Talk
0: SA. We love hearing from you, so check us out on social media. Just search for Run Talk SA or email podcast at runtalksa.co.za. You can also advertise your race on our platform. Just go to runtalksa.co.za forward slash race to find out more.